have just entered the building with your boys, King and Sane. Welcome to Shop Talking Random-ish, where conversation rules the nation, and no topic is off-limits. You know, this ain't nothing but healthy conversation. Now welcome your hosts, Rick King and Will Sane. Greetings, 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 greetings. Worldwide Web, Internets, all y'all, whoever out yonder, Facebook Live, whatever you're doing. It's your boy, Rick Kang, and this is Barbershop Talking Random Bitch with your boy, King Insane. Of course, Kang is not in the building. The lovely Starlight is not in the building. But your boy, Rick Kang, is in the building. And normally when they leave me in here by myself, you know how your boy like to do it. I like to bring these ladies in here, and we like to get in here and turn the lights down low. <laughs> but we ain't doing that tonight. We got some things going on that need to be talked about. Tonight I got, y'all, y'all can see them. Ladies, this is for y'all. We got two pretty brothers in the house tonight. <laughs> <laughs> they got nice and clean. Got the hair, They got the hell done and everything. They got right for y'all tonight. Tonight we're going to have a good conversation, man. But first, this is Barbershop talking random bitch. And this here Barbershop ain't no conversation taboo. You know how we do it. We will talk about a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of everything. If you want to get in here into this barbershop, please holler at us at 404-603-8770. And if you're in your mammy basement, please let her know. It's not one of them 9199999999999999. It's not one of them 999 numbers. It's on us. We're going to take the. We're going to take it. Call us at one 926 7562 Y'all check this out. The shop is now open. Tonight, I told y'all about this conversation we're going to have. Uh, we sent the posters out. Um, this conversation is about, is there too much damn religion in our community? And tonight I have two brothers in the house with me. Um, Murray. William Brown. William Brown. Pastor Brian Horn are in the building with me tonight. So y'all can know... <laughs> I want. I also wanted a Muslim brother, and and there was a reason why I wanted for this here conversation. I wanted these particular brothers in here tonight because this affect my community. And when I say my community, I mean the black community. Mm-hmm. Now I know y'all looking at the brother in the middle. <laughs> Him a little light skin, how blonde, bunnish. Was that silver? Silverish. <laughs> Y'all saying he's a pretty white boy. There's a reason why he's here though. And after I witnessed his congregation, I knew that I wanted him to be part of this conversation. Mm. Me and my co-host Will Sane has been trying to put this conversation together since Easter. Mm -hmm. The Friday before Easter, I was trying to get together. We was trying to have a conversation about religion. And I'm sure that that conversation is not what this conversation was about. This has evolved in my head and it's his head. And after hearing Brother William speak on some things and have to hear him Brother Brian speak on some things. 
this is what this conversation has evolved to in my head. Um, when I say my community, I specifically mean the black community. And once again, I know y'all thinking, we have a white guy. <laughs> and we talking about the black community. I said the same thing. Trust me, I said the same damn thing. But after witnessing, and it was one specific thing that I witnessed, because um, he has a church, he has a startup church in Athens, the Recreation. Recreation Church. Recreation Church that my brother is a part of. Mm. And my brother invited me to come down to check this out. And for nothing else, I was going to support my brother. When I walked in, looked to my left and looked to my right, it was a whole bunch of us in there. Mm. Hmm, okay. Let's see what this do. But all of the us wasn't from <clears throat> Athens. These brothers and sisters from Alabama, from Atlanta, and they was here to hear Brian speak. Hmm. Let me see what let me see what this is about. So and when I at the end of everything he had to say is what let me know that I really wanted him to be part of this conversation. Because you know we done did the tradition of past that played around. But at the end after he did that, he had uh he wanted to take up an offering for the homeless, mm-hmm. for the unfortunate, mm-hmm. for the people in that community, mm-hmm. our community, Athens, Georgia, my home. He was taking up something for them to give, to specifically give to them. At that point, I knew I wanted this brother to be part of this conversation because that lets me know he is in my community and trying to help my community. Why do I ask, is there too much damn religion in my community? First of all, I would need to do something. I did some research. Y'all know I don't do this. Got some definitions or some words, religion, the belief in, worship of Superhuman controlling power, a person of God of God. Whole bunch of words. And I think when I came up with this, I was thinking, I think for a lot of us, we bring the word religion and church, we kind of intertwine them together. Mm -hmm. In a lot of communities, you can go. And you can see a liquor store, a gun shop, and a church all on one corner. Back to back to back to back to back. And we see these churches, and we see what can be different religions, all in the same neighborhoods. But what I have a problem with this is, 
we have all these churches in the same neighborhood and nobody's working together to help out our community. Our communities are struggling. We have homeless. We have poverty. We have black on black, white on white, Mexican on Mexican, whoever on whoever crimes going mm-hmm. on in our community. Just last week, let's last Saturday. The Callaway family had to bury in Athens, they had to bury a daughter, a niece. She was about to be a mother. And they had to bury her due to senseless violence in Athens, my community. But we have all these churches, all this religion in our communities. And I know the conversation me and you was having. Mm-hmm. When we did your show, we had a conversation. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Fellas, before I get into this, who are y'all? We in the bomb shop. You know we ain't got no, we ain't got no. <laughs> I'm sorry. And before we do that, barbershop style conversation. Why did I pick this? Why did me and my co-host pick this as a as as our title? And our uh, model for the show. Because in the barbershop, in the black community, in my communities, is where everybody meets. Yeah. And the barbershop is the first place that I have seen my grandfather become a man. Just a man. He became a man. He wasn't my grandfather in the barbershop. He was a man. I seen my dad become a man in the barbershop because in the barbershop everybody comes together my grandfather was a Jehovah Witness mm-hmm. but I seen him talk to Baptists Muslims and they all in the barbershop um, in the barbershop they have all these conversations you learn things in the barbershop you get passionate in the barbershop you get heated in the barbershop but you learn something in the barbershop. The first grown folks real conversation I ever had was in the barbershop. Because like I say, at that time, the men in my house were able to be just men in the barbershop. That's why we are here in this barbershop because I think the barbershop is one of the most influential places in our communities. That's why these men are here. Who are these men? They gonna tell you who they are because like I say, we in the barbershop. I ain't that I don't know, I ain't got no... <laughs> I ain't got no paperwork on none of them. Who are y'all? Good. <clears throat> What's going on, everybody? Uh, this is Moray William Brown. Moray means teacher. Uh, some call me pastor, depending on the context of uh, where I'm at. Um, I'm just a servant uh, of the Lord, and um, I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, born and raised. I uh, live here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, Pastor uh, Boom Church, which means believers of one Messiah. And um, I'm thankful to be here, to be honest with you. It's crazy because uh, what you were describing as our brother uh, Brian was doing within the community, you know, with raising an uh, offering for, uh, you know, you know the, the homeless and things like that. Um, those are things that we strongly stress. Um, and matter of fact, uh, the other day, uh, about maybe about two days ago, I did a lesson on Facebook Live concerning, um, you know, if we're going to build anything, let us not forget about the orphans. That is something that we're obligated to do, to go see about them. 
Let's not forget about the homeless and let us not forget about the widows. And so I think it's very important that we look at that culturally and get an understanding of that. So we'll get into the conversation. Um, but I just wanted to, um, you know, introduce myself with who I am. Uh, I see a lot of my boom family listening. They on live right now. Thank you. Um, tuning in. So I'm going to turn it over to our brother Brian and um, we go from there. Amen. It's a joy for me to be here, too. I'm grateful uh, to have been introduced to the King family. Uh, Thank you. It's an honor to to be here uh, to my pastor friend as well. Uh, just excited to be here. I am a 25-year uh, uh, in ministry. Um, we'll talk about this maybe in a little bit, but the whole religion relationship concept for me, I didn't grow up in church. And so my context is different. Um, I always considered an advantage. Uh, sometimes church can be a huge disadvantage. Uh, especially when the traditions of men are superseded uh, and exalted above the Word of God. And so for me, uh, I am a servant, as my fellow pastor said. The first three words I ever heard the Lord say was, teach my word. Three words changed my life. I was 18 years old, uh, and I've spent the last 25 years having the privilege of doing that in a lot of different contexts and a lot of different places. Um, not even the most excited about the platforms as much as just the conversations I've had with people. I met a guy uh, that lives in my neighborhood. I started walking with a group of older gentlemen in my neighborhood this week. We're a pretty eclectic group. One's black, one's from Poland, uh, one's white, and another one's European. So we got this little this little eclectic, diverse group. gumbo going on. Yeah, and... Um, <laughs> So I ended up having an opportunity to to talk and just share. And out of nowhere, just happenstance, the guy asked me about my story. And I told him my story. And he was a classic Southern white uh, Trump <laughs> supporter uh, by his own, by his own oh, explanation, man. by his own right. Uh, but what I noticed something for me, getting outside of the context of ministry, mm -hmm. and I'm going somewhere with this, outside of the religious experience, there's what's called relationship. Yes. And so within about 30 minutes of telling my story, which is not a G-rated story, uh, it's a made-for-TV uh, dramatic story filled with ups and downs, hits and misses. Uh, this almost 70-year-old gentleman looks me in the face. He stops us right in the middle of our walk, and he's weeping down both of his eyes. And he grabbed me, and he bear-hugs me. And he said, man, your story has just literally changed my life. And I didn't quote a scripture. Uh, I didn't go through this uh, religious rhetoric. Yeah. I just told him about what losing looks like and what winning looks like when you get in the right relationship. And so I'm a byproduct of great men. I'll say this and I'll hush, but I, I'm a byproduct of great men. I've had the honor of serving great men for 25 years. And so two months ago, we planted a church, my wife and I, on a mandate that the Lord dropped in our heart called Recreation Church. And it's an intentional church in a lot of regards, but our intention is primarily to be a multicultural, multi-ethnic group of people um, that God is going to bring to the table. And we chose to use recreation or recreation uh, because I believe sports brings people to the table like nothing else in the world can do. And so when you get people to the table, then you can have honest conversations yeah. about where we're at, where we're from, uh, and where we want to go. 
as, as a community. And so I've had the privilege, like I said, of serving great men, Pastor Hart Ramsey being the greatest of that in my estimation, the last 18 years serving with him uh, in Alabama, Montgomery, and Dothan. Some of the greatest people in the world uh, are right there in Montgomery, Alabama. I was a, uh, a white man and a predominantly African-American how did that uh, happen? I, 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 that, we, we, that question That's has a to whole be another show. That's that, a that, whole that, show I mean, all by itself. I mean, because um, the ministry of rock bottom is what I call it. Mm-hmm. The ministry of rock bottom, God will bump you into places when you have nothing that you'll never find when you have everything. And so when you reach Say a that place. Say again. Say that one more time. The ministry of rock bottom, God will use that ministry. Uh-huh. I call it rock bottom. Okay. When you get to the place where you have nothing. You'll find things that you'll never discover when you have everything. And so God began to bump my life through bad choices of my own. And I find myself in a city where I don't know nobody. Uh, Don't have nothing but the clothes on my back uh, through bad decisions of my own. Uh, Not before I met Christ, but after I met Christ. Seven years in ministry on the journey. um, My life hit rock bottom, literally. And so ended up in a little town called Dothan, Alabama. I didn't know nobody. Literally moved there because I had a sense I was supposed to be there. And fast forward that, I met my wife there. I met Pastor Hart Ramsey there, and he spoke life into me. Somebody invited me to come to a new work that had just come to Dothan. And uh, he had just planted a church there, moved from Ozark to Dothan. And um, God used him. It's the first time I'd ever heard anybody teach the word flat-footed. I didn't grow up in church. Now, mind you, my reference is not church, so I... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I don't have any reference for what church is supposed to be like. Okay. And so we use a statement, and I've used it for a long time. I've heard other people say it, but uh, I met Jesus before I met his wife. <laughs> okay. So if the church is the bride mm-hmm. yeah. and Christ is the groom, I met the husband before I met his wife. And so my whole experience was shaped through the relationship with the groom. Mm. I know him. Okay. I met his wife as a result of being in the body of Christ for the first time in my experience. And so my life changed. And so I found myself uh, always grew up in a very multicultural world because I'm very sports driven. Sports was my religion. We'll talk about that too. But sports was my religion. <laughs> uh, it was just, that was it. That's why I didn't go to church. We're playing ball. If, it, if the sun was up, we're playing ball. Basketball, football, football baseball. Anything with a ball, we played it year-round. Yeah. Uh, that was my life. And so um, I had my own plans. And so I met the Lord um, on an acid and a marijuana high on a 72-hour trip. Say that one more time. I met the Lord <laughs> on a 72-hour acid and marijuana overdose. I didn't know I'd been laced with acid. We'd been smoking pot for years. And so playing ball during the week and smoking pot on the weekends and mm-hmm. that's just what we did and uh, grew it sold it did the whole deal and uh, at the end of a 72 hour high I felt my life about to come to an end I felt darkness I felt death I didn't I was the, the term trip was a, was a reality and uh, I remember asking the Lord I cried out in, in uh, Fernandina Beach Florida mm-hmm. I cried out that night on, on the floor and I asked the Lord I said if you'll spare my life 
I'll give you the rest of my days. And I know people say that. I heard in church people say that years later. I didn't know people said that. Mm -hmm. But it was me. It was an experience. And so I told the Lord, if you'll spare my life, I'll give you the rest of my life. And so that was 25 years ago. Um, He spared my life. I woke up, went to sleep, woke up in my own bodily uh, fluids. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of us have had those days. I woke up in my own experience. Yes, sir. And uh, stole a car, drove back home, southeast Georgia. And uh, showed up at a little church. Hold on, yeah, you asked you God me. to save you, but yeah. you stole the car to get there, huh? Yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll tell you the rest of that story later, too. But, uh, I, I cursed when I prayed for six months after that because I didn't know how you're supposed to pray. So I talked to the Lord like I talked to everybody else. And so, I, I, anyway, we're, I'm going yeah. to hush for my part. But uh, religion and, and relationship are a big deal to me. And so we're in Athens, Georgia. We're only two months old. We got a new church there, uh, a solid group. Of people there and we are diverse we're intentionally diverse I told the Lord I'm not gonna plant this church if everybody looks like me because I can grow anything that yeah. you give me but when a farmer wants apples he plants apple seeds when a farmer wants oranges he plants orange seeds when he wants corn he plants corn seeds when he wants peanuts he plants peanuts and so you got to you got to fish with what you want to catch every particular culture and community responds to different bait. Jesus said, I'll make you fishers of men. You don't automatically know how to fish. He told Andrew and Peter, he said, I'm going to make you. As a matter of fact, ironically enough, uh, one third of the disciples were fishermen. So their whole culture, the the whole kingdom was built on fishermen and heathens. We don't have time to talk about all 12, but that whole culture was built on Skid Row. These were were guys that... that, (laughs) were not prototypical religious people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were average, ordinary people. And so Recreation Church is a group of people that just love the Lord, and we love people. Uh, we're as deep as Jesus is. And he said, all men will know you based on your love for me and your love for one another. And so that's the premise of what we do. But we're intentional. We'll talk about that more. Okay. Um, first of all, when I first went to church, he said he don't like to talk. That's a damn lie. That man talked too much. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I like it. William, how did you come to where you are in your experience with God and your church, and how did you get to where you are in that path? Well, we're a Messianic Hebrew congregation. Um, so you're Hebrew Israelite? Well, yes, in the oh. sense of um, cultural <laughs> versus um, dealing with uh, religion. And I'm glad he was kind of throwing out the understanding of culture, he kept using that terminology. Uh-huh. Um, it's important to understand that the Bible is derived of culture when we talk about God's culture, mm-hmm. right? I, Which Bible? Because the Bible on, has been re... Uh, that's a lie. Go, go ahead. The go Bible done been remixed by Puffy, J.D., <laughs> Pete Rock, Knife Wonder... <laughs> Beethoven. Now you're making me take my glasses. Please take your glasses. Off. I want you to take your glasses off. Take your glasses. Okay. So, let's, let's, so, so right. the Bible don't be re- okay. been, been remixed, stepped on, okay. cut. I'm using all the terms that everybody can understand. Wow. Okay. All right. So you say the Bible has been remixed. JD. Okay. Puffy. What, what is your understanding? Pete Rock. What is your understanding of remix? No. First of all, let me ask you this. Have you thoroughly read the Bible? I was raised in the Jehovah Witness house. 
Okay. So yes, I have been through the Bible backwards and forwards. Okay. Now that's been a long time. Okay. Okay. It's okay. been a long time. Okay. So, so so yes. So so yes, I have been through the Bible. Okay. So the Bible has, according to to your understanding, the Bible has re- been remixed. Yes. I think what you're trying to say is is that the Bible has been translated several different time, ways. Now now you can right? you, you can make it sound cute as you want. No no no. That's, because translate. That's not cute. Translation. Uh huh. The Bible has been translated and transliterated. Uh huh. Okay. Transliterated is from language to language. Uh-huh. Right. In other cultures, uh-huh. there are different languages. There's different concepts yes, that sir. goes with that. So you can't use certain lettering in certain cons- in yes, certain sir. cultures, right? So, oh, so it has to be transliterated, mm-hmm. which means that you go from Yahawashai, which is Paleo, then that's translated. Then you go to the modern, which is we have modern Hebrew today, and that's known as vowel points, which mm-hmm. in Paleo, it was pictographs. In today's time, you have vowel points. So now you go from Yahawashai and Paleo to now a normal modern term. It's transliterated to Yeshua. I'm going to make him break then, all of this down for yeah, y'all. Yeah, I'm, y'all I'm, I'm breaking it down for you. I'm breaking it down for you. Yes, sir. Then you go from now what we have uh, more uh, people outside of the Hebrew culture or out of the Hebrew context, meaning what the Bible calls Gentiles, right? Mm-hmm. So you have all this church being, being grown that's compiled of Hebrews and Gentiles. Mm-hmm. Now we fast forward. We're in America. Mm-hmm. During that day, there was no English language. Mm-hmm. There was the Greek and the Latin, right? Mm-hmm. So the Bible has to be translated into Greek. Why? Because you got Greek believers coming in. Latin, you got Latin believers coming in. Now you got English. There was no J's during that time, even though you had the Quaker English, which is the 1611 Bible, right? That was the ink, that was the basic English standard, was the 1611. Before that, in the 1500s, you had what is called the Geneva Bible. Mm-hmm. Before the Geneva Bible, then you had the 1611. Now you're coming into a more modern concept of the English language, mm-hmm. which there was no J's. Now you have an English, a basic English that incorporates J's. Mm-hmm. So now you have to transliterate all these things. It doesn't take away from the context of who you're talking about. It just means that in certain languages, like in Swahili, mm-hmm. there may not be certain alphabetical characters that's in English. Mm-hmm. So you can't replace and add those letters because that's not in their context. So how many remixes is that? The Bible, no, that's not remix. Okay, that means that if you speak Spanish, uh-huh. he speaks mm-hmm. Russian, I speak German, uh-huh. the Bible has to be translated, translated so all of us can so all y'all understand. Right. So who did this? Of course man did it. Okay, okay. That's, that, 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 but that doesn't that take away from the validity that, of that, it. That, 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 uh, does it don't. Does it not? No, because how is it going to be translated without man? You, you, and I get it, but man, no, is, how can, how but can man trans- is the problem. But ain't man the problem? But how can it be translated without men? It can't. How did you learn alphabets? It can't. It can't be translated. It, it can't be translated without men. But is but is but is susceptible to his? No, it's not. If it's being translated now, now here's the thing. Here's the thing. You have what now is called copyrights, right? Yes. So you have, like, say, for instance, we come up with uh, talking random-ish, the talking random-ish version of the Bible, uh-huh. right? Now, I'm my, about putting out one. Now, my I version, remix me my version of the Bible, uh-huh. according to my version, right, uh-huh. I have it written a certain kind of way. Yes. So now you're dealing with copyright violation within America. Uh-huh. If you want to come up with a translation of the Bible, it can't be my version because legally, that means it's going to violate copyrights. Mm-hmm. So what you do? I, I change some stuff. 
you either take away a period. No, 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 no. I get it. Somebody said, "What book on earth hasn't been written by a man?" That's what I'm saying. Like, but, it, but, but I get it. Come on, see, man. Like, the problem, but the problem on. is, man. But it's because. But I'm gonna tell you why I say that. And we t- this, this, we got okay. one minute. Okay. If we gonna get okay. into what we came here for, this is a hey, fellas. Now this, this is, is not a rap battle, but no, exactly. But, this is good. but in my barbershop, we get heated, we get that's good. we get we get emotional, we get all that. So I don't want y'all to think this is a rap battle. Right. Now, what you said is correct, and wet Bible is not written by man, which is yes. But man is the problem because man, the ideology of what he puts in it becomes the problem. But it doesn't take away from the validity of the scriptures. You know why? Because God didn't create the Bible for Himself, meaning He's right, not He limited it to the Bible, but He's created the Bible for man. Every racist, that's take, why He said every racist or add to it. Every sexist, okay. Every ist ist take what they want from the Bible and translate, translute, transdo, remix so they can make it fit for their but benefit. That, but that's not God's problem. I know that's not God's problem, but that is the problem. Okay. That's why our community is messed up as it is. Okay. And we're finna take a break and we're gonna come okay, back to I'm that. We're gonna take a break. We're we'll gonna get back. into some of this music. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about why there's too much damn remixes in our religion. <laughs> The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies.
one of your biggest fans. I get off work, right back to work again. I probably need to go ahead and have my head exam. Look how they got me on the Def Jam payment plan. Well, I'm in the world of entertainment and trying to keep a singing man sane for the paying fans. If I don't make it through the night, slight change of plans. Harp strings, angel wings, and praying hands. Lord, forgive me for my shortcomings, for going on tour and ignoring the court summons. All I'm trying to do is live life to the fullest. They sent my daddy to you in a barrage of bullets. Why is the world ugly when you made it in your image? And why is living life such a fight to the finish? For this high percentage, when the sky's the limit, a second is a minute, every hour's infinite. Welcome black, welcome black, welcome black, welcome black. <laughs> to Barbershop talking around the bench with your boys. King is saying I'm your boy Rick Kane. Will saying is out protecting us, making sure we good. Salute to you, my brother. Yes, sir. Starlight is um getting ready for school. <laughs> Her journey has begun. So she um doing that. But tonight, man, we having a very important conversation. I got two brothers in the house with me. Pastor. Brian, Moray, Brown, Brown. You kicked off the show, man. Don't come tomorrow. You're not engineering tomorrow, man. You, you a cloud? I'm sleeping, I'm sleeping right <laughs> now. I'm gonna be here tomorrow, Casey. You here, Casey? I'm gonna be here. In <laughs> fact, we're gonna talk about this fact, tomorrow fact, too. We're fact, gonna talk about this tomorrow. In fact, before we get back into this, tell them where else they can find you. Um, you can hit me up on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash it's majors one, which is uh, Boom Church, um, our YouTube channel with teachings and a lot of different things on there. Um, you can also hit me up on Facebook, um, search William Brown or search uh, Evangelist Majors dot five on um, on YouTube, or you can email us at Boom Church. I is in Indiana, is in N as in Nancy, T is in Tom at Gmail. Uh, dot com. So it's boomchurchint at gmail.com. And where can they find you tomorrow? Uh, I will be here, Love 860 AM. Um, we have our show at 3 p.m., but we also have our services tomorrow uh, at 11 o'clock at 7581 Tar Boulevard, Jonesboro, Georgia. Uh, big shout out to Bishop Howard, who is uh, opening his doors to us uh, there. And uh, we have service there at 11 uh, tomorrow on Saturday. Uh, at 11 a.m. And so if you need more information, you can hit us up. I think it's at Jonesboro, Georgia, 30236. I think that's the zip code. Brian, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram and Facebook at Our Recreation Church, O-U-R, Recreation Church. Uh, I'm Brian W. Horn on all social media. Uh, Our app is free, uh, Recreation Church. You can type it in, download our free app. It's got all our information. Connect with us, find out where we're at. We meet every Sunday, 10 o'clock, in downtown Athens. Uh, that's what we do. And so we're we're new but growing fast and uh, excited to put an imprint and an impact on Athens and surrounding areas. I got a question for both of y'all. 
Both of y'all brothers are in my community. Mm-hmm. Why don't y'all have conversations? And because to me, growing up, religion was a big part of what was going on. In my, right. I mean, you see religion. Um, I remember on t- old TV shows. If y'all remember, somebody a kid get in trouble, go to court, the pastors with him. Um, you growing up, you see, you see, if somebody, if something happened in the community, the pastor was there. It, Reverend so and so was there. Reverend da da da. That ish don't have no more. Absolutely. You are up the street from him. Mm-hmm. You got a gun store and a liquor store in between y'all. Mm-hmm. Why can't y'all go buy a gun, get a drink, and talk together and help my community? Why is that not happening? You want to go, Pastor? I can get my, my short experience, because um, we're new in Athens okay. as it relates to the, to the culture and the community. Um, but I can say this about Athens as an outsider mm-hmm. coming in. I have never seen in 25 years of ministry in the earth or the kingdom, the body of Christ, I've never seen a community where the clergy and the pastoral leadership of a city was as open, welcoming, inviting. Now, this is my experience. I'm talking about my, the favor. I don't know if it's the favor on my life or what, but I have never. I'm talking about black, white, across the board. I've never seen a city like Athens, Georgia, that was as open to communication. That that situation now, now, you just now, had, now, I've now, had now, 10 of those conversations now, that's cute. in three months. <laughs> okay, that's cute. <laughs> That's cute. There's so much ish going on in Athens. Oh, yes. I'm talking about, and it's like, where you might see, back in the day, like I say, back in the day, you might see a pastor be to come out and talk to some of these kids. Because there's no, there's no hope in Athens. I'm from Athens, born and raised. Where the UGA stops, the problem, a lot of the problems start. Right. There's no hope there. A lot of t- in a lot of places, there seems to be no hope there. Right. And my, and my, you were up here. Mm-hmm. You from Duval. That's, that's right. right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> but you, 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 you ministering out in Jonesboro? I mean, we, we have a church in Jacksonville too. Ja- I, know, I know you have, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about, but up here, where you at? Jonesboro? Yeah, yeah, Jonesboro, yeah. So that's that's near Riverdale and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. Problems in these communities. Mm-hmm. Religion used to be, I used to be, it's still for a lot of people supposed to be a safe haven, mm-hmm. a place where they can go to get some of this relief, a place where they can go to get some, some bright, some some rainbow on the cloudy day. Why is that not happening? The reason you you want me to add, you want me to add, it's a couple of components. Now, to now, now and before you say that, and, and it's, another, it's another reason why I I, I asked I okay. say it that just like that because I got homeboys who works in churches, mm-hmm. and one thing they said to me during during the last depression, I like dog, how you doing now, man? He said, man, I'm good. One thing I know about the church is black folk gonna give their money mm-hmm. to the church. Okay. When things are bad, when they ain't got nothing to do, nothing else, they gonna give their money to the church. Mm-hmm. My problem is hell, dog. We giving the money to the church. 
but my lights might not be on so I can see what's going on in my house. Mm-hmm. My son can't get a job, so he busting somebody over the head. We got all these damn churches. We got all this damn religion. Ain't the church supposed to be doing something to help us? So, okay, you, you ready for me to answer that? Please. Okay. Your your brother your buddy said now now are you ask are you saying this conversation was based upon you and your buddy about about struggling? No, right? just having how you doing. Okay, okay, having having a good conversation. Okay, do you know people that went to that that did not go to church that has com, that has complaints about the church? Mm-hmm. You, do you know people? Have you had conversations with people that don't attend church, mm-hmm. but are critical of the church? Yeah, of course, all the time. Okay, and I'm one of. Them. Okay, I, I tell you, I'm one of. Them. Hold on, hold, before you say that, somebody just walked in the barber shop. Okay, what you need? What you want? Yo, red. <laughs> What's the deal, pickle? <laughs> I was at that game last night. Y'all I'm sure you were at the game. I'm sure you saw, man. I don't want to hear nothing. Call me when the regular season kickoff. Okay. Y'all gonna win? Y'all gonna win the um, preseason Super Bowl again? <laughs> See there, I can't talk to these reverends. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you speak to the brothers in the house. Brothers, this is Avery. Avery, go ahead. Give, give them what you need. What you want? While you trying to take cheap shots on God's team, I'm calling to talk to some reverends. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, God's team is the Cleveland Browns. Can't ask them. They know <laughs> what was Jesus. Oh my God. What was Jesus? There's two ministers right there. Uh-huh. What, what are your names? They were Cleveland Brown. He was a Cleveland no, he Brown. Was brown. No, he was Brown. Sure. <laughs> oh, he was Brown. We know he was Brown, but he went from Cleveland. <laughs> well. You don't know that. Oh, okay. Let me, can I get to my question? <laughs> I mean, get to my comment. Go ahead, my brother. I, w- I wanted to say this, but I didn't catch both of your names. What are your names again? Uh, Moray William Brown. And Brian Horn. Okay, you're both you're both Christian ministers, right? If you want to say that, go ahead. Well, no, nah, I don't want to say it. I am for true. sure, yes. Here, here's, what, here's the reason why I'm calling. Because I was listening to what Rick was saying, and I don't, I'm not a Christian. Okay. I am not a Christian, Okay. And I am a critic of the church, of the church. Okay. but I'm also a constructive understanding of all the good that the church does. And I would say to Rick's comment this, if you think things are bad, let the Christian churches disappear, and you'll see just how much work they really are doing, because things will go haywire. <laughs> I am in full understanding that funds are limited, people's commitment are limited, and you guys are operating nonprofits that are built on volunteerism not mandatory commitment. So that makes it kind of difficult to measure to what degree they're doing work in the community, wherever the community may be. And then you have another group of people that are that are volunteering that aren't are not only not committed to the to the work of the community where these churches are, they're also not committed truthfully to the faith that your church, your um, community is trying to um, pursue for the afterlife. So it the churches are doing their work, Rick. That's why I'm gonna repeat this and exit. Let these churches disappear. You'll see just how much work they were really doing. And this is coming from somebody who doesn't believe that they got it right as far as their um, their faith and for the afterlife. So I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. Rick does too, but it's rough. It's rough. Hey, <laughs> hey, brother, can I ask you? Can I can I ask you a question? Yeah, you can ask me a question. Okay. Um, are you committed? To what? Are you committed? 
oh, a comedian? No, are you, are you, are comedic? you comedic? I don't, tell me what you mean. Do you follow comedic? Do you follow comedic science? Oh, that's what you were saying, committed. I, I respect all the work that he did, but no, I'm not. No, 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 no. Are you Pan-African? Are you a Pan-Africanist? No. Okay. Now, I just heard you saying afterlife, so I know that's kind of a, a catch word for when I hear it. Hear that? I was just wondering, were you comedic, K-E-M-E-T, or ancient Egypt, or do you I follow Egyptian I understand what you were science? saying now. I understand what you were saying. Now, I, I, couldn't, catch, I couldn't catch your enunciation. Okay. Uh, I, I, know, I know much about it. About him and his hit and all that came after him, but no, I am not. Okay. I accept I accept the existence of Yahweh as probable true, probable true, but I, I don't accept the Christian belief as being the way to go. That's okay. that's where it stops with me. I got enough sense to know what I don't know. You okay. know what I mean? So you're a Hebrew, are you a Hebrew Israelite? The answer to what you're trying to get to is I have no religious affiliation. Okay, okay. Now I'm just <laughs> I'm not I'm I'm not trying to tie you down. I'm not trying to. Form some form of apology. I'm just asking the question, just kind of see where you're at. Well, yeah, I was trying to to not tie up unnecessary time trying to find out what I am. I was just trying. I'm just making it clear to you that no, I don't have any religious affiliation. Okay, cool, 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 cool. No, but uh, I do have. But as it applies to as it applies to the nonprofits that Christian churches are and the work that they do in the community, independently and sometimes collectively as a network, I understand that if y'all wasn't there. In most places, you would really see just how much work y'all were yeah, doing yeah. because things would go. A lot of things would just go haywire. But that's now. I, I have a volunteer project that I've had with the Catholic Church since I was a teenager, and I'm not. I'm not Catholic. Right, so. right, right, right. right. <laughs> no, I, but I, I, but I, I stick I, with it because they stick with it. I, I appreciate. I, mean? I appreciate. Now, I, was, I wasn't trying to trying to. You know, form any type of you know tension or nothing like that. I was just asking, just kind of see. I don't see feel what that way. Like. I don't Eric. feel that you were. Eric. But I do have one question to exit. Then I'm going to get off the air. I need I'm you to see my cashier, man. Anyway. Yeah, I need you to see my <laughs> so, own cashier on your way out. This is a genuine question, okay? No, no innuendo in this. Do you do you believe that people that are Christians are more worthy of your help than people that are not, whatever that help may be, and I'll listen off the air, offline. See my cashier on your way out, Eric. Don't be trying to cheat me this time. I got the man looking at you. <laughs> hey, I got I to gotta tell you this time, I see you locked the bathroom door, so I can't. Yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> <All> sir. <right. laughs> and I'm put a change machine in it, too. Nah. Is he, he, he's, he's gone? Yeah, he's gone. I want to deal with the question. Let's, let's I'm gonna finish what I, where I was going at with this. Like you got a little, little bass in your voice. You want your chest out? No, I want to. I want to finish. <laughs> I want to finish this though. Okay. And, and and big shout out to the caller who called in. Um, here's my issue. Uh huh. Those who don't contribute anything to the church uh-huh. have no authority to criticize the church. Mm-hmm. And reason being is because soon as a storm jump off, soon as something jump off, the first people that run to the church are ones who ain't contributed. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. The reason being is because the reason because you asked about why me and the brother, we, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. and not just us, not yeah, literally yeah, us, yeah, but, yeah. but I'm as about, a body. And, and I'm going to tell you, in my church, there's Baptists, Israelites. Muslims, that's it's Protestants. I mean, but they all up under a lot of them are up under the same. So that's that's what I'm. That's that's why you brothers are here. Right, right, right. Because right. y'all are who I see in my community. Right, right. So that's why that's why I say in 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 his church is next to your church. Yeah. Next to his church, and a lot of times y'all are not even coming together as one. 
Well, one, well, one of the problems is this. The reason why we, we can't come together is simply because, and it's not all, mm-hmm. many of them are too worried about who's going to get the credit from the results. Right. So that's not, but, 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 oh, but no, no, that is, not, that is a no, hindering no, factor. No, I get what you're saying, but is that God's work? No, but, but I'm saying, you ask, you ask why we can't. I get, I get, I get it out. You ask why God. Okay, but, but, so. <laughs> if that's not God's way, what are they doing? What are whomever, whomever trying to get this credit? Take this. Who needs credit for this? What are they doing then? Aren't, aren't they? They're trying aren't, to build their own kingdoms, man. Okay, so they are misleading the people, right? Yes. Okay. Then go ahead and say what you're saying. Yes, but but it, but but it's our responsibility as the body uh-huh. of Christ or Hamashiach. It's our responsibility as believers in Christ. Yes, sir. To deal with, handle, and approach these issues. If you got brothers it's all about politics and all about credit, trying to get credit, there's no room for that. So it's up to us and our responsibility. Yeah, God going to be with us. Yes. But we have to address it like you're doing right now. Like, yo, it's a problem in my community. Why ain't nobody saying nothing? I agree with you on that. What two areas I don't have time for? I don't have time for politics and complainers. If you're not doing nothing, you have no reason to criticize anybody or anything. But we're here because we're doing something and we have a concern for the people. What I hear from you, your heart is the concern from the people. I don't think you got a God problem. I think you got a people problem. Exactly. And, 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 say that and one more time. That's the because, issue. Because that is truly, I don't go to nobody's church. Right. I don't go to nobody's church. I don't subscribe to nobody's religion. Like I say, my grandparents were Jehovah's Witnesses. So I've been to a kingdom hall. My um, we daddy, Clifford Gold. Deal, deal with this religion. Cl- thing, Cliff, Brian. Cliff, Clifford Grove, ba- <laughs> Clifford Grove Baptist Church. So, so no, no, no. They, 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 no they, I just want y'all to know about me a little bit and how I come to who, who I am. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so, I've been to a kingdom hall. I've been to a Baptist church. I've been, I've been to a mosque. I've done all this because. <clears throat> For lack of better terms, I think this, a lot of this is some BS, and it's not helping my people because I see a lot of men standing up there who's taking a lot of credit for God's work. Mm-hmm. It's true, mm-hmm. and they're not, mm-hmm. and, and they know these people. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of people out here who was believing more in them than God. Mm-hmm. They have mm-hmm. damn near stopped believing in God because they believe in this man, and he know this. Right, and he's not doing anything about. It. I see this a lot. Now, I have seen two things in y'all. I don't see you once, but it was just something about your teaching and the way you taught the word that day. I do a show with you. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. I hear the passion. I hear Brother Casey and I can't remember the other name. Yeah. And I, and I hear what y'all are saying and in in and it's so different. It's called authentic. Yeah. That's yeah. the word. Yeah, yeah. That's the word I yeah. need for. Boy, yeah. I, I need for some good words. Yeah. Real words. <laughs> authentic. Yes. It's authentic. It's yes. real. Yes. Yeah, There's yeah. a difference in real and fake. Mm-hmm. When y'all come in, and, and me and Brother Casey have sat out here and had conversations, and 
you feel it. Mm-hmm. I almost came to boom. I don't know why you ain't come to visit. I almost came. Now you can't. Now you don't came to they brother came, Brian. Came to you gotta come. You can't recreate. You better come see to book. We right up the street. I'm telling you right now. He's coming back too. He's coming back too. I had to see my brother in law. I had to support my brother and everything. But see, <laughs> bro, I was dog sitting here listening to to you explain. I'm not gonna say preach. Explain and teach what you've been teaching. I have almost come mm-hmm. because I see a passion. I see something authentic in you when you preach and not preach and teach I, and, and, and talk. But see, no, yeah. no, because preach sometimes have a negative connotation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It really does. Yeah. <sighs> I don't. I don't. Wow. T- I don't t- <laughs> 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 It gets a, it, it begins to get a negative connotation. I'm not saying that anything about that is wrong. Hey, I go sometimes go for the show yeah. and a good singing, but it sometimes get a negative connotation. So that, I don't. That's why I say when I hear you teach and and explain and with your other brothers the way y'all bring it all together. I almost got. I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I've thought about it, and then to hear you. Hurt you but once, but like I say, it, it was it was something about y'all that 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 almost made me believe in. I guess for a lack of better word, like church again. Yeah, real recognizes real. Yeah, because bro, I don't real yeah. recognizes real. And can we define a couple things real quick? Go ahead. Just a couple definitions, and these are my definitions. I uh, so we can we can talk about them. But my definition of religion. Is man's attempt to get to God. Yeah. That's my basic definition. I got biblical definitions, theological mm-hmm. definitions, but a working definition of religion is man's attempt to get to God. Mm-hmm. There's always an attempt mm-hmm. in religion. Mm-hmm. So a lot of what frustrates culture, a lot of what frustrates mm-hmm. community, a lot of what frustrates humanity is religion. Mm-hmm. Because any attempt to get to God, in my experiences, is Jehovah. It's the Father, the yeah. Son, and the Spirit, in yeah. my experience, in my understanding of who God is, three in one. Mm-hmm. When I found out that my best attempt to get to Him was still not a relationship, I quit. Mm. But when I realized, oh, that one when I realized that my best attempt to try to get to Him didn't work mm. and wouldn't work and wouldn't suffice the standard of excellence and holiness and purity and all the doctrinal premise of who he is, then I realized that I was going to have to have someone represent me to yeah, get to him. Yeah. Because Jesus comes along and he says, no man comes to the Father, yeah. Yahweh, Except through me. unless he comes through me. He didn't say I am a way. He said I'm the way. Right. And I know there's a hundred translations. Yeah. But I am the way. I am the truth. Yeah. I am the life. And so in his and his representation of the Father to us, you know, Jesus is the first one that ever called God, called Yahweh Daddy. Yeah. Nobody ever referred to him in a paternal, mm-hmm. relational way. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to, I, I don't want to go all the way there, and you can jump in anytime. But in, my, in, in the understanding, what frustrates you about religion frustrates me about religion. Yeah. But let's be clear, yeah. it frustrates God more than it frustrates yeah. you. Because God's eternal plan was not to create a religion. 
Absolutely. It was to create a relationship Absolutely. that would be an eternal uh, pact with him. God made Adam. When he made Adam. Stop right there. Break. Stop right there. Because something happened. Something happened in that. And I want to talk about what happened in that. We're going to take this break. We're going to take this break. And I don't know if y'all know anything about Jonah Lucas. Jonah Lucas. Yeah. He, the song that he finna play is Devil Works. I don't listen to it. I picked these songs for a reason. <laughs> we finna play this Jonah Lucas right now. Just break, man. Kind of listen to it. I mean, and we gon' we but we gonna come back on that point. I need thirty seconds, maybe sixty. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I give you two minutes. Maybe seventy-five. I mean, you. How you do? I seen you. I seen you. You say you don't like to talk, but yeah, but you got me talking about Jesus, so that's hey. when I like to talk. So, so we gonna take this break, and I want to take this break earlier so we can talk more about I love it. I love because it. something Ooh, happened me. in between the message, the word coming down, and the relation, and it developing this relationship. And we, got, I guess, what the biggest thing I'm trying to figure out, and we might, and we definitely not gonna get through it. In the next yeah. thirty minutes, might have to be a part minutes. two. <laughs> it's going to be a part two because I, I I really wanted this to start a conversation. Yeah, yes, start multiple conversations. We got to talk. We got to talk. Yeah, we have to talk. But we will be right black. If y'all want to come into the barbershop, it's four zero four six zero three eight seven seven zero. If you're in your mammy basement, let her know this ain't one of them freaky sexy numbers. We'll talk about that next week, probably. But um, it's one triple eight nine two six seven five two six. This is talking around the mission. That's my Bible shop style conversation. We will be right black. at this Bible as I keep glancing. Dear Lord, I got questions and I need answers. I'm trying to understand your vision, all I see is damage. Just a bunch of dead bodies in the street camping. A bunch of lost souls on their feet standing. We supposed to be your children, I thought we family. You supposed to be my father, bro, I need answers. We don't need to die young, we just need chances. Tired of living on the edge, so we keep scrambling. Trying to talk to these strippers, but they keep dancing. We just want me number one like Steve Francis. Bow our heads, say a prayer, now the seas planted. Everywhere I turn, I'm seeing MCs vanish. A lot of good getting gone, I don't understand it. A lot of families lost and they see stranded. I ain't trying to disrespect you, I just need answers. I know you're watching us from heaven, thinking who to save. Cherry picking who should go next and who should stay. I'd be on my way to heaven if I knew the way. And bring back every good nigga and choose to take. They say you never wrong, but you done made a few mistakes. Cause you taking a wrong nigga, maybe you should trade. Trade us back all the real ones, remove the fakes. I think you should trade. Give us two pop back and take that chicken shook. Let the legend resurrect that he gon' live for good. I be screaming thug life in every different hood. If only you can bring him back, Lord, I wish you would. Give us Biggie, give us Pun, give us Triple X. Take that in that trunk with you, that's a bigger threat. There's too much power for a coward with no intellect. Need a meeting with you. 
and our sisters and our cousins from us. Got these children getting murdered while they double dutching. Wonder why the host take Nipsey Hustle from us. Damn, he took a true king, a true brother from us. This was a marathon, but they wanted from us. Now everybody got guns, next week up to something. And every gangster want to prove that they tough or something. You know it's not fair, tell the truth. I've been in my feelings too. But if you took Emmett Tell, at least take Dylan Roof. At least take James Holmes. I ain't even mad at that. Just bring back Whitney and give us Michael Jackson back. Fans want me and then slam it down. Ain't no justice for Sandra Bland. We up like a Salem fan. Lord, if you listen, I'm just looking for a hand in hand. Take out this nigga. Oh, forgive us back. I'm fam again. Drowning in my tears, trying to pray for something. Wonder why you give us life for you to take it from us. Wonder why you give us family then erase it from us. Maybe hopefully you can have a conversation with us. Maybe I'm just probably tripping because I need a hug. The hood can't find jobs. Now we need a plug. Everybody in their mama trying to be a thug. I don't go to church because I'm afraid of being judged. I've been staring at the ceiling as I lie in bed. Watch it again, follow trends like Simon says. I pray you give us back the real ones and try again. Or maybe take us again that deserve to die instead. Tommy Lauren run her mouth and then she get defensive. Lauren Ingram laughing at death and disrespecting. I really feel like you should teach them stupid little hats and either that or give us back somebody who deserved the blessings. I left out a bunch of names that I forgot to mention. Cost too much to pay attention and it got expensive. Father, forgive me for I know not what I do and now I'm reaching out to you hoping you hear me and return the message. I know that you got our back and that you're not against us. Or maybe you just love us so you're doing shit to us. I just kind of thought that you would do more to protect us. They say the good die young and I ain't on a guest list. I've been drinking, Lord, forgive me as my blood racing. I don't know what I'm thinking, I'm just frustrated. I don't mean to question you, I'm just confused. I don't know what else to do. I've been patient and it sucks waiting. Took my mans from me, that forever hurts. But putting the blame on you, that it never worked. I know this ain't your fault, it's the devil's work. Devil's work. Something happened. Majorly something happened. And 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 it is so it is so jacked up that a lot of folks don't don't do God, they don't do religion, they don't do none of that. Yeah. We just freestyling out here. I still like to think I have a relationship with God. I pray to him. I talk to him all. You do. But I talk to him like I'm talking to y'all. I mean that's the way it's it's really, it's I cuss sometimes and I have I, 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 I be mad sometimes. Sometimes I be drinking and I talk to him and I might cuss. Did Sorry. Peter cuss? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. A so, whole lot more than that one moment. Too. Yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, it. so I mean I am one of these typical persons. I'm a spiritual person. Yeah, I got you. I know that's a big thing, but because religion is so Religion slash church is so. It's just not. It don't have. It doesn't. The moral values. Morals. We had this conversation on your show. Growing up, you drive by a church. You listen to your good. 
He listens yeah, to the good yeah. music. Yeah. Smoking. You drive by a church. You, you try to yeah, yeah. <laughs> sit on the yeah, turn, turn down, your music yeah, down. Yeah. Now they you ride by the church. No respect. Shoot them a finger. Yeah. yeah. Because something happened with that relationship. So let's look at that definition again real fast. Uh-huh. Religion is man's attempt to get to God. So when man's attempt uh-huh. can't get to God, uh-huh. then he has to have a representative to go before him. And so God in his wisdom, the only way to redeem man is to come as man. Mm-hmm. And so when God made Adam as the first man, mm-hmm. physical man, there's no other hands that could have made Adam except for the hands of Christ himself. He's mm-hmm. the He's the son of God. He's the flesh of God. Right. God and Father is spirit. He's not something you can grab or put in a box. He's God. He's Everything's in him. We're not going to him. He is God. Right. We're all in him. So Jesus makes Adam out of dirt. Dirt's different colors. Depends on where you go. Okay. So uh, watch this. Let me uh, give you uh, the uh, definition. Uh, uh, Here's uh, uh, the picture. Uh, uh, let me stop. Let me stop you right there. <laughs> because I've been wanting... I know where you're going, too. I know exactly where you're going. I don't Go think, ahead. I don't think nobody knows where I'm going right here with this. One of my biggest problems with religion is my interpretation of God and Jesus. Because in the scripture, I think in John 3.16, he said God sent his son, but he didn't say, I sent myself. He said, I sent my son so that you can have him. Are you trying to... That's a whole show. It's a whole other show if you want to get into the Trinity. Like, you're trying to get into a concept that nobody has actually... Can figure this this out, but most, we can only but, we can only kind of. I get what you say. Our minds can't. Our, our minds can't. But, but our minds ponder, can too. I ponder on this so much. I have these conversations so much. Okay. Me and my brother, our brothers, Cameron. Okay. We have these conversations a lot. I've had this conversation with Steve, Stevie. I've had these conversations that. I think God and Jesus are two totally different because I don't, to, to me, I don't think God would confuse us in saying, I sent my son. Instead of, I think he would say, I sent myself. <sighs> it's a whole nother show, and that's how I know I'm going to get y'all back here. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm good with that let, because he said, let us make man. Yes. In our image. I understand the context of the three, but see, the simplest way we all know it is that I'm a father, mm-hmm. and I'm a husband, mm-hmm. and I'm a son. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to go, I don't have to do anything other than know who I'm dealing with to change the role in but which the only, I'm... Now, now, the only difference in that is you are a father, you are a husband, you are a whatever. He said, I sent my son. That's the difference. I don't. And to me, and to me, and just to me, this is Rick. Rick acting. Rick allergy. Okay. This go, is just go ahead, Rick go saying. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm I don't think God would confuse us like that. It's not confusing. It's not confusing. It's confusing. If, no, let me explain it's to you. Not go ahead. Listen to the, the ice in your freezer is about the best way to understand. Right. It. Listen. To, listen to the terminology that's being used. Right. No. I, I want there's to a slight. I understand what you're saying with the ice. See, ah! No. 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 Listen. 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 Yes, sir. So we. We're trying to, we're identifying the creator by the term God. God only means, yes. all it means is deity, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Now, 
we get an inside glimpse of certain conversations that Jesus said, right? He said, no man has seen, heard, mm-hmm. or talked to the Father yes, sir. at any, any time, time, right? Yes. yes. He didn't say God. He said Father. Mm-hmm. Here's the point I'm making. Jesus and his authority, his deityship is God. The Father is also God. The point that we're, the people, we the where people get tripped up is this whole dialogue or conversation of the Father and the Son. The Son is the one who sent, right? See, most people think that they are the same person. It's just me. I, sometimes See, I think it's just me. That, that's that's why we're getting into. That's why I, I phrased it that way, mm-hmm. taking the God title out of it. Yeah. Because it's two conversations, natural and spiritual. If you keep looking at me for 30 more years, you're going to see my father. I get that. Hold on, hold on. So the disciples said to him, show us the father. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. But God said, but you're looking at time. You're you're, you're, you're observing through time. But see, then you got to think of, he, he created Man in the image of. I'm so, 43. My dad's 73. But, 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 in 30 I, I, years. I get what you're saying. If you're still around. I get what you're saying. You're going to see my father. So who was talking? Who was talking? I'm hot in here. Hold on. I'm hot over here. It's not hot over here. Uh, so y'all, no, gotta, if y'all no, got it, some it, special air over there? It, no, it's a fan. Oh, right? the fan, bro. <laughs> 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 we got the Holy Spirit. We're talking about him in a minute. Okay. Y'all trying to keep it from me. I hope that's not in the mic. But um, here's the thing. I'm good. So, if no man has seen or heard at any time, right? Then we have to go back to the garden. Yes. Mm-hmm. The one who created and the one who having the conversation with Adam mm-hmm. is who we know as the Christ. Here's the, here's what I'm saying to you. Because the person that was no that man was talking, has seen nobody or, has at, seen at, at period. Right. That's why I was but trying to tell you. It was his hands that made him and his lips that period. And no man. That. And I get that. they didn't even talk but to him. But see, so so God would put us on a riddle. So riddle me this. That's not a riddle. It's not a riddle. It's, it, 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 no, because, because I think he would. I don't think he would have said. I think he would have said. I think I, I, this this just me. It's, this it, is not this is not. Hey, y'all can cut this off. Y'all ain't gotta listen to me say this because this is just me. <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think God would have said, like I say, sent my son, or uh, back in the Garden of Eden. I think at some point he would have said, "I am." These are three dispensations. Yes. These are three dispensations. The older, the, what you're looking at in creation is the is the first dispensation, the first representation of the Godhead. Mm-hmm. The second representation is the flesh. It's the Son of the Living God. The third, after Acts chapter two, now we have the third person of the Trinity, which is the operis, the charis, the breath, the life of the Spirit. They're three in one, but they can't manifest in the earth except in dispensations. And so that's why he has to be time, moments of time stamps. These are are divisions of time. But here's the trick. God doesn't live in time. We do. Right. Mm -hmm. He doesn't live in time. He Mm -hmm. lives in eternity. We live in time. Only dead people wear watches. People (laughs) dying wear watches. Ain't nobody living forever wearing a watch because you don't care what time it is. If you're dying, you're wearing a watch because you're measuring time. God only measures times by when he stamps 
his his entrance into time. Mm -hmm. When he invades time, so in the Old Testament, God would come on a person, and then he would come off of a person. He would come on them, they would do exploits, he would come off. Mm -hmm. Jesus shows up in the flesh to show them what it looks like with dominion, power, and authority. Then he tells them right before he leaves, it's expedient for you that I go. Because if I go, I'm going to send the comforter. I'm going to send the third dispensation. I'm going to send the spirit of who mm -hmm. God is. And he's not just going to be with you like I'm with you. Mm -hmm. He's going to be in you. But he what said, you don't what me. you don't believe yet yeah. is that the but same he said, spirit only of God through me do you get to my father. But that's the relationship right. piece. <laughs> this is the relationship. It's piece. no different. You you you're harboring on the the, the title is, is the confusing and part. And it's still the confusing part it's today. It's confusing. The title <laughs> of it. You still trying I'm to figure not. out whether to call him uh, <laughs> Pastor, Reverend, Mare. See, the title is where the religion gets lost. Titles are for function. Titles are for function. They're not. Titles actually remind you who you are. Look, My man. dad calls me Brian. You know why? Because that's the name they gave me. Right? Mm -hmm. My daughter calls me dad mm -hmm. because I named her. Mm -hmm. That's a whole nother relational conversation. <laughs> mm -hmm. She calls me dad. Why? Because we named her. We mm -hmm. put we put that on her. So there's different definitions. Your wife calls you probably a whole bunch of other things. She, she calls me <laughs> Big Daddy. Right. She calls me. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, you want to know? She calls me. <laughs> so watch this. Watch the relationship. Because here's where we're confused, and I don't want us to miss this tonight. Yeah. In the religion, we better get off because we're gonna get back to my community. In religion, yes. Okay. In religion, there's always frustration. In relationship, there's always fulfillment. God doesn't want religion; He wants relationship. So, a church was actually not man's idea; it was God's idea. Mm -hmm. When you go into a church and you see an agenda, when you see man, when you see man's agenda, you're always gonna detest that because God does. But when you go into a place of worship or a place where people gather, where there's a mission to help people, to take care of people, to love people, to defend people, uh, to speak to equality, to speak to the gospel, which is the gospel. All these, all these terms are just the gospel. Yeah. It's Christ and him crucified. It's what he came to do. Seek and save that which is lost. But here's where we mess up. We look at everything with a steeple and call it a church. Yeah. Just because it's a steeple don't mean it's a church. You don't even know in today's culture what's a hospital and what's not because architecture has changed. Back in the day, you knew what a hospital was in every community. Now you got so many hospitals that are everywhere. They look like uh, executive business suites. They, they look different. Mm -hmm. So what I'm trying to they challenge right next, you. They right next to the church. Absolutely. The gun store, the liquor store. Mm -hmm. Right. They right next to all But that. people are going to die in hospitals so tonight. Yeah. Yeah. People are going to die in hospitals tonight. But guess what? When you get sick enough, mm -hmm. you're still going to go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. The problem with the church is the church is no longer a hospital. Yeah. And its primary function it's a social club. Absolutely. It's a, it's a country club. It's, a, it's, okay, it's all okay. these. That's so, so, man. So, 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 that's so, religion. Act, act, that's, that's religion. religion. And right, religion. right. But the church was, but never, the church was never intended never. to be a, build, was, a building structure. It was never limited that way. How did we get when you, when you read, We got there because of man creating structures. Yes. Now, here's the thing. These structures were even created during ancient Israel, but it was the church as we know it, or the ecclesia, or the body, or the congregation, was never limited to just the building. Mm -hmm. The first church that the Bible even speaks about was Israel and, and Gentiles 
who oh, mixed multitude in the wilderness. Catacombs, no, underground. Right, there was no, no structure, building. no building. Mm-hmm. So later on, when Israel gets its land and gets its territory, gets into the promised land, then God gives saying, okay, build this temple, right? But this temple was for what he was supposed to come down and meet and the priest would function. But it was never limited to that being the church itself. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, we come in modern day times. Yeah. Now it goes back to what you're saying. Why we don't get together and do the work? Because the purpose for the community, hold on, hold on, the church hold on, hold on, hold on, was supposed to be a community. Say that one more time. No, no. Yes. Say, say the first sentence one more time. Why don't we what? Why don't we come together? Because we're supposed to be a community. Yes. Here's the thing. And this is getting into some history stuff that I don't want to really get into that's deep into the community about the pre-Nicene Council. The pre-Nicene Council, the church, the body of believers... 98% of what they believed were the same. It didn't it didn't matter if they was in Persia, it didn't matter if they was in Asia, it didn't matter where the, where this, these bodies of believers were at. They were a community in these different locations and regions, right? Was it circumcision and blood? It's the only thing right. they were fussing about. Right. Most of them were circ- uh, fussing when you go to Acts uh, 15, they was dealing with that. They had to come back to Jerusalem to deal with this matter. But the point that I'm saying is, is that they were functioning as a community no matter what region they were in. They still function as a community. Now, it's all about, well, this is my thing. I'm going to build my thing. I'm going to do it my thing. We all get a vision of something, but it's not our thing. And we can't get into a place where we're taking this thing and making it our thing and I forget about him. Because if he's the arm, I can't be the leg. I can't be the arm. I'm called to be a leg. But I can't dismember him off of the body. The point of the church was supposed to be a body of believers. So if you got a concern, you come to the arm, you come to the leg, and the body come together and say, hey, look. Our brother, as being the toe, he got a problem with the way the body not functioning. Hold on, hold on, We're going to go back to come to... Don't forget and, and, she's a no, female. No, no, no. And I get <laughs> it. Don't forget she's a female. And I get it. But a lot of times I can't get to you. A lot of times I can't get... Now, nowadays, I can't even get to you. That happened in the biblical days, too. That happened. That's how I, I can't. They I couldn't get I to can't even, I can't even. I can't even get to... Because, yeah, but you got a cell phone. But you ain't going to answer my email. You ain't going to answer mine. But that's but no. you gonna send it through. You gonna send it through, sister so and so. They did the our brother so and so. They did the same thing in the book of Acts. So so let's go. They back did the to, same thing. They sent about, it through people. What about Moses? <laughs> what about Moses? Moses has three million people. Yeah. So his father-in-law watches them. him from sun up to sundown, okay. having to deal with civil, domestic oh, that's issue after issue. Jethro Jethro watches and he's like, "You can't do this." You gotta put. You have to put a system in place mm-hmm. so that you can minister to the masses. Mm-hmm. The problem is, if the ministry of Jesus Christ is built around a person, watch this. Mm-hmm. Why'd he leave? Mm-hmm. If the gospel was supposed to be built around a person, why did he think it was so important for him to leave? Because it was supposed to be built because upon the community. Because, because it's a body. Him. It's a yeah, body. It's not, it's a it's, body. It's not supposed and, to be about and, him. And to your, to it's your, a body. To, he wanted him but and us. A lot of the problem. So we could but touch the a world. lot of the problem, because one person can't touch the world. But to but to Brian's point is this. You know the reason why he had a problem with the Pharisees. It wasn't because they was teaching, keep the commandments and live right. holy. It was because they was being hypocrites. They weren't te- weren't doing what they were teaching. Right. They weren't doing those things. They turned the community structure into a hierarchy. That's true. And that's the issue he had with them. Because they said, 
hey, everything got to go through us. We make all the decisions. You don't know nothing. Your voice, they start silencing the voice of the people. Then Christ comes on the scene and he started empowering the people. Yeah. And that that's the problem. He told them, he said, I got to go because you're going to do greater things than I did. Absolutely. How did he know that? Because the power of the spirit in you that you call hip hop and that I call sports as religion. You know what these are? These are actual platforms. <laughs> Stay with me. These are platforms for us to touch the community. You use hip hop. I'm going to use sports. We're going to he uses he uses music. history, music, music he history, uses culture, yeah. he uses different parts of culture, but you know what the common goal is? Bring people to the table. Absolutely. Eliminate the deadness yep. and the fruitlessness of religion. That's it. So that we can come and have the life that comes through the spirit. <laughs> Jesus said you think you have life because you know the scriptures. He said the scriptures are actually standing in front of you and yep. you don't even recognize. You don't even recognize. Them. Because the letter of the law killeth, he said, mm -hmm. but the spirit mm -hmm. gives life. There Absolutely. is no life in religion. That's why you hate it. That's why I, I hate, hate it. it. That's why right. my, my brother hates it. That's why Jesus hated it. That's why he braided a whip and went into the temple to church and literally turned over money changers and systems and stuff that they were doing and were because they too. forgot that think prayer and community was actually <laughs> the life of the body of Christ. Y'all think Christ saw He was whipping people. Kicking table, eternal calling for vipers. That's cussing folk you out, You hate man. religion because Jesus hates religion, and Christ is in you. He's the hope of glory. You're going to hate what he hates, no. and you're going to love what he loves. We're not going to solve this <laughs> tonight. We're not going to solve this tonight. Tune in next week. At, uh... <laughs> no, I got, I got some booty shaking. That's <laughs> a little thing going on in the pop shop. You might not want to be a part of it. Oh, but uh, <laughs> next week, <laughs> the pop shop. We got everything. Hey man, I appreciate coming to the pop no, shop. I can show you ten good. stories where Jesus would have showed up to that party too. Just them going in. <laughs> no, we have about three minutes. There's too much damn religion. There's too many damn churches. Not enough resolution in our community. In both of y'all humble opinion, how do we start? How do we start getting somewhere that so that we can be in favor of God? Please ourselves and help the people who don't know, don't care, or don't see no hope. How do we begin to start this? Um, you want to go ahead? Every ism is rooted in ignorance. And so racism, of course, is a huge part of that ism. Isms are rooted in ignorance. And so what we're actually doing today mm -hmm. is actually a part of the solution to the problem. But it's not just talking, it's actually learning, it's growing, it's right. coming to the table saying, you know what, I don't know everything, I don't have every uh, vantage point, I don't understand everything. And if you, but the problem is, is if you want to know something, you got to submerge yourself into the culture and into the community yeah. that you want to understand and meet. And so one of the things that we had the privilege of doing when we moved to Montgomery was we enrolled in classes at Alabama State. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The first class we took was African American history. Mm -hmm. So my wife and I, two white people sitting in an African-American history <laughs> class, 
at a historical black college. Mm -hmm. Everybody in the room's black. The professor's black. And over the course of that quarter, what we were learning was not so much about what we were learning on the pages of that book, because I could have read that anywhere. Mm -hmm. But it was not just what I was learning, but it was what other people were learning. And so over the course of that period of time, when you began to when you began to open your heart and open your mind to say, you know what, I don't know everything, what you're doing right now is actually you're setting the table. You're preparing a table for people to come and to have conversation. It doesn't have to be sterile. It doesn't have to be clean. It doesn't have mm -hmm. to be right. It doesn't have to sound right or look right or feel right. But what it has to be is honest. Yeah. And if we can ever get the authenticity of honesty, yeah. if we can honestly say, you know what, I'm white, you're black, but you don't, you might not know this, but I might have more black in certain areas than you understand. Uh-oh. <clears throat> because culture is defined. And these definitions mm -hmm. that we're messing with, if we don't define a thing, whatever Pastor Ramsey taught me this, whatever you don't define will define you. Yeah. Yes. So anything that you don't have definition for, rooted in truth, if it's from oral tradition, yeah. if it's from historical, because 90% of history is not accurate. Yeah. Unless yeah. you lived it. That's yes. true. Yeah, That's everything true. else was documented. Yeah, so what true. we're reading is the version of, and you're, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. What you what we what we can't devalue is is what the pneuma of the breath of God is. Absolutely. Because God had to breathe on multiple men and women over long periods of time in order to put together mm. what we call the Bible. You can debate what should be in there and what shouldn't be. But the spirit of this thing is real. Yeah. And the ignorance has to be eradicated. Yeah. You shall know the truth, Jesus said, and the truth will set you free. He's talking about these conversations. Brian, you talking yeah. about? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I, I, I think is um, your walk is your walk is greater than anything you can say out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think that when we start looking at the commission given to the disciples who later became apostles, the impact was based off their walk. You take eleven men or twelve at the time, eleven after and turned the world upside down and what we know today as the text. I think that people have to see, as Brian was talking about, the authenticity, but also relatability. Yeah. You know, you can't be, especially you become a leader. Actually, the higher you go up as a leader, the more of a servant you must become. That's it. That's and I it. think that that's the issue that we're having. People become leaders and then still stay on the pedestal. Now, there's nothing wrong with honor. Don't get me wrong with honoring a leader, but we also have to become a servant. And I think that people see that. People watch our walk. What you're saying, why we can't get together, is based off you're looking and seeing we're not walking what's being in the text or we're not walking what we're saying. Because I've heard preachers over the pulpit preach say, hey, we got to do this, we got to do that, we got to, and they don't never do anything. Okay. It's just all talk to keep the people there. So it's important for us to understand that if we bring forth a demonstration, first of all, if we come together and with an open heart. Mm. When we come together with an open heart, accept the reality of what it is, no don't agenda. reside in that place. No agenda. We, no agenda. We all got struggles. We got issues in the community, but that's not a place to reside. That's, that's a place that we visit but we have to reside in trusting the God for one and then trusting each other second. Because no matter how we go out in this hood, we can take Brian, we can take you, we still got to be able to trust God and each other yes, in this in the hood. Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube, 
Um, it's Majors One, and also you can hit me up on Facebook, William Brown. I'm friends with Pastor Brian as well yes. as I'm friends with Rick. So Rick King. So go on into their pages, look up, look me up on the William Brown. You can send me a friend request, but definitely hit me up on YouTube or boomchurchint at gmail.com. What can they find? Recreation Church, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Brian W. Horn on the same as well. Our app, Recreation Church, you can download it for free. It's got all that information. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. It's talking about the music, Bible Shop Time conversation. Babe, if you're on my Facebook live tonight, please holler at your boy. Follow me. We do this. We have conversations about the community. All the conversations are not this. We're going to get, we touch some lighter stuff. We touch some heavier stuff. But um, mental health. Um, mental health. Um, um, sexual understanding. It's a lot of my big things. I want people to understand the mental health, the psychology. I want them to understand religion. I want them to get. I want my community to be better. Um, this is talking randomness. Um, it's time to sweep the flows, clean the clippers. We gonna let them battle on who gonna clean the bathroom. <laughs> the shop is closed. We're talking randomness. Talking randomness.